Welcome back to the Outer Spaces Podcast. I'm going to give you a little heads up on what we're going to talk about today on the show. I have uh, Justin Louder from Louder Family Hardscapes in Asheville, North Carolina on with me. He's a new business owner and man, uh, he's been a student here at S-Express for, for a, pretty much since he started his business. And to see this man grow has just been absolutely incredible. Um, our main focus for these podcasts is how he keeps so focused on not giving up because there's been many times, and you'll hear in the podcast, so many stories of times where he should have just given up and just cashed in and walked away and started something new. But this man has it. He's a warrior in his soul, and he knows why he's doing what he's doing, and he has a connection to God and his, you know, his, his, his faith. And it is just absolutely amazing to watch this man grow. So uh, you definitely don't want to miss this, especially if you're a business owner and you run into times where you just question your sanity and you ask, why am I continually doing this? Why do I keep hitting my head against the wall? Why do I keep failing? Why do I keep feeling like I'm not getting anywhere? If that sounds like you, this episode is definitely something you must listen to. So keep going. Hello, and welcome to Outer Spaces, a podcast dedicated to empowering designers and contractors in the outdoor living space. Through this show, I hope to create a powerful resource for you, someone who is trying to grow their company but might not have all the tools and processes to do so. On Outer Spaces, we're passionate about breaking the chains of small mindsets and helping contractors just like you take control of their businesses and their lives. My name is Joshua Gillow, and through my 25 years of dirt under the nails experience, I look forward to sharing tips, strategies, and other contractor success stories here on the Outer Spaces podcast. Now. Let's get on with the show. Hello, all you beautiful people. Welcome back to the Outer Spaces podcast. This is your host, Joshua Gillow. Today's episode is sponsored by Yes Express, teaching how to get more yeses with less stress. So today we have the owner of uh, Louder Family Hardscapes out of Asheville, North Carolina on the uh, on the. Uh, podcast. Uh, he's been in the outdoor living industry now for a little over two years, and uh, I can't wait to hear his story. And I wanted to bring him on because I don't know anybody else that I've ever met that has a stronger will to not just survive, but never give up. And Justin Louder, who's our, who's our guest today, he exudes that like crazy. And we just got done climbing a 14,000 foot mountain, peak mountain, and he kicked the hell out of that thing. And I want to dig into what keeps this man moving because, um, yeah, well, before I get into that, we'll we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, Justin, welcome to the show. Glad to be here, man. It's pretty cool to be on a podcast that I listen to all the time. <laughs> that is interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gonna be interesting when you hear it. You'll be like, "Man, I sound really good." Meaning you. I know I sound good, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. <you. laughs> right, right. I hope that's. I hope that's. Yeah, how it goes. that's good. We still got a little time yet. We'll see how that rolls out. But um, so I happened to see you on social media. What was it yesterday or something? It was pouring in, in Nashville, and you were out there working in it. Tell me a little bit about the. We were talking a little before we hit go here about the, the new guy you brought in, and you're teaching him your your ways. Oh yeah, yeah, I broke him in right. I went and picked him up. And, you know, we're heading to the job site. It, it wasn't raining that bad. I knew it was going to be a pretty stormy day, but we're on the highway and it's pissing rain. I had to slow down because you couldn't even see it was raining so hard. And and I look over at him and just the look of shock on his face on what he's getting himself into. And and he looks back over at me and asks, do you really work in this stuff? And I said, yeah, man, all the time. And, uh, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking like, buddy, if you can go out there and you can work in this pissing rain, you could do right. anything. You know, do it with a smile on your face and be grateful. You know, the rainy days will make you grateful for the for sunny sure. ones. So, like, you know, not all days are like this, but 
like we do what we have to. We need to work today. We got a schedule to keep. Uh, my fiance is working, so I ain't got nothing better to do on Labor Day. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go work. <laughs> keep you out of trouble, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, love it. I love it, dude. Oh man. So tell us your story. How did you get into, you know, outdoor living? How did you, you know, where did you come from? Is this in your background? Like, where did you come from? Man, building is in my background. My, my father is a builder. My dad is a builder. He's a very gifted man. And I, I inherited a lot of those same traits that he had, where he had the ability to create something, even though he didn't necessarily have the experience in that background, he could figure it out. But I mean, most of my life I wasted Mm. it. You know, I didn't really start working in the industry until 2018 because I was given a opportunity from a man named, his name is Bobby Moody. He had a plumbing company and At the time I was working, you know, just one of many dead end jobs that I had had. And he was looking for somebody to run his landscaping company. He was just going to open up a grass cutting business. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't know anything about landscaping, but he seen the opportunity in it. And in his mind, he was going to hire somebody to run the company and basically establish it without him being very involved in it. So, and I was willing to, I I needed a break, man. I, I needed an opportunity to do something. I was tired of working dead end jobs. And even though I was scared to take the risk because I had no clue how to run a company, of course I said I could. It's like, sure, I can do that. I fucking do anything. But he gave me that opportunity. And early on, I mean, dude, I hate cutting grass. It's so monotonous. And in me, in my mind, it doesn't require any skill set. And I didn't want to be known as the grass cutting guy, you know, call it ego and pride. It was a lot of both of those things, but I wanted to build something cool. I wanted to build something worthy to be proud of. And so I talked him into going into hardscaping. Now, little did I know how difficult this was going to be because not only did I not know how to run a company, but I didn't know how to build any of these things that I was attempting. So I spent almost two years running his company into the ground trying to learn how to quote projects, trying to learn how to quote or, you know, run the company and then trying to learn how to build things that actually look good, but also lasted. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do very well at any of that. So eventually we had one project that I just tanked it, man. I screwed up so bad and that was it for him. That that was it. He, He called it quits. And after that, I went to work for another company for about three months and I had had it with the industry. You know, I wasn't going to kill myself and be that labor that was building projects. So if I couldn't figure out how to run a company and use more brains than bronze, then I wanted out. So I went to work for a a recovery center and I was making $14 an hour. I had about nine different bosses. And like, buddy, when I I get in trouble just for being in the room, I swear, I don't know what it is about me, but I will be in trouble not doing anything wrong. I'm like the guy in jail. We're all innocent, but I truly was always innocent. I never did anything wrong. I just want to throw that out there. But I had, you know, after that, man, I, I was so discouraged at life and I had somebody call me. They thought I was still running that landscape company and they called me to build a rock wall. And I was like, screw it. Let's do it. Why not? You know, so I built it. I made about four grand in a week. And I was like, shit, man, this, 
this, I can do this. I'll run my own mm-hmm. company. And uh, that was it. And that was April of 2020 was when I, I said, screw you to all those people in the recovery center. And I took off to do my own thing. And people thought I was crazy. I love it, dude. Burn the boats, right? Wide open into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Showed them now. Yeah. My God. For sure, brother. So, so tell me about the moment when you realized that you were going to be on your own and you're starting your own business. What did that feel like? Oh man, it felt great. First of all, I don't, I don't do well being told what to do. And especially when I believe that I can do it better, you know, and I mean, it takes a lot of things to be able to be a good boss, to run a good company more than anything. It takes a strong character. And that was something that a lot of these people seem to lack the same people that were getting on to me, trying to tell me what I was doing was wrong. They just had a lack of character and I wanted to be a part of something. I wanted to create something, a a legacy for my family. And I seen this opportunity, man. And it was just, I was so grateful. I was just filled with gratitude to be able to go out, go out on my own and, and do something that I loved. And not only that, but, you know, make good money at it and create a career and, and possibly something I could take care of my family and I could go travel the world and do things that one, once I only dreamed of. I love that. And that just seemed awesome. Yeah, for sure, dude. So in the last uh, little over two years with the business, has it always been great or have, have you learned your lessons along the way? What are some lessons you can share with us that you've learned? Oh man, tons of them. It's, there have been moments that have been great where I have enjoyed happiness and I cherish those moments. And I think that that's always something to keep in mind is my life is tough, man. It, you know, we die one day. Like this is a short, it seems very long, but this is a short time that we have on this earth. So the good times cherish them. And then the bad times just, just do my best to, to learn the lessons from it. It's not, things aren't happening to me. They're happening for me. God is always trying to help me understand and teach me something. So, you know, a lot of things I learned was for one, don't pay myself as much as I think I deserve because the company needs the money, not my personal pocket. Don't go out and buy these fancy watches and shoes to try to impress people that really don't care about me. I learned to try to focus on my numbers. I learned that it was okay to make mistakes. And what was not okay is not continuing to try because you're going to, you're going to fail over and over. Like I love the story of Thomas Edison. I don't know if it was true, but you know, they asked him why you failed a thousand times to create the light bulb. And he said, I didn't fail. I learned 1000 ways how not to create a light bulb. And just the whole mindset of it on the difference of, you know, like this, this isn't really failures. Like I've through all my mistakes, I have became such a good builder in a short amount of time. And not only that, but I I believe I'm a great boss and I'm starting to learn how to run a company and and watch my numbers and try to minimize my overhead and, and all these things. Like it's just constant development for me, not to say that, I haven't been discouraged at times and want to give up because there's been plenty of times, Mm -hmm. bro, plenty of times I wanted to throw in the towel, you know, like my self-talk, I've been working on my self-talk for a long time to put the bat down and not speak negatively to myself, you know, to understand like, Hey, it's okay to screw up and make mistakes and um, focus on the good that I've done. I've done so much good for myself, for others. I've, 
I've overcame so much in life, you know, and to remember where I come from and not, not worry about the future too much. And we'll get into that here in a minute with that mountain. Cause that, that Colorado trip, bro, I'm telling you, man, it, it did something to me and it changed me and my family sees it. Everybody sees it, but, um, you know, I've been working on myself for a long time and, and I think that's the most important thing is like to strength, strengthen your character, even in the good times, continuing to strengthen your character. So when the bad times you're prepared yes. because they're yeah. going to come, you're going to get the shit kicked yeah. out of you. It's coming. You know, it's only a matter of time. It's only <laughs> yeah. a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. So you're prepared. Yeah. And it, it's constant. It's interesting you say that. I just got back from an event a couple of weeks ago where I trained with uh, top Navy SEAL instructors. And, uh, you know, we worked through a lot of really crazy, fun stuff, high pressure situations, firearms, physicality, all that stuff. And the one thing that I said, you know, during the process, when I was talking to one instructor, I said to him, I said, you know, it's, it's great that we're learning all this stuff. I hope we never have to use it. And he just looked at me. Mm-hmm. He's like, what did you just say? He's like, I said, I hope we never have to use it. He goes, and what happens when you do? Like, yeah. we can always hope that this doesn't happen, but does that really mean you're prepared for it? Right. To your point, right. Things are going to come things that you can only fathom what might be coming in business, coming in life and all those things. But if you sit back and hope and get high on hopium all the time, that's a fun story, but anyway, right. To constantly yeah. saying, you know, oh, I hope it doesn't happen, but you don't prepare for it. Just like having no preparation in your own home for what if a fire happens, like, oh, I hope it never happens. But what happens when it's three o'clock in the morning and your alarms go off and your kids are in your rooms, but you've never had the conversation about what to do during that time. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's right. what's going on here are you going to hope that fire away are you going to hope that business collapse are you going to hope those things away or are you going to prepare you're going to prepare to make sure those things you have protocols in place you've trained on these things and yeah if they don't happen great but if they do you are ready that's the difference right mm-hmm. that's the difference between being in charge of your life and sitting back hoping that those things never happen to you so that's something i learned at that event because i i decided to say something that i thought at the time and he straightened me out pretty quick and i'm like you are absolutely right so guess what i did when i came home i sat down with my family and we started working with handgun safety and we started working on what happens when a fire starts here not it not hopefully it doesn't what happens when it does and if it doesn't awesome and if it does we're ready it's the same in business you can't just hope sales will be better next year you've got to go out and do it get ready prepare for it you can't hope that uh, you're going to build projects that you want to build next year. You've got to make that stuff happen. That doesn't just happen. You can hope all you want abundance in the universe and all that stuff too. I'm a big believer in all that, but there is action, massive action that has to happen first. Oh yeah, that's right. And that, that seal trainer, I was watching that, bro. It looks, it's so fun. And that was badass. You were kicking ass. It was so much fun, dude. Oh, so much fun. I love getting into, you know, experiential events like that, that totally take me out of my comfort zone. Totally. And then by the end, you're like, holy crap, if I can do that, what else can I do? And you just keep setting those things out in front of you, just like the Colorado trip, right? You look at a mountain, like, like you said in the beginning, when we got there, it was what, four o'clock in the morning or whatever. It was dark. You couldn't see the mountain. What did you say when you finally could see that mountain? Bro. Well, I remember now continuing to look ahead, it was overwhelming, right? But when I came back Mm -hmm. down, I was 45 minutes away from the Jeep. And that's when I looked back and I took a picture of those two mountains you know, I thought to myself, thank goodness we started this at dark. Because if I had seen those two mountain peaks in the distance, I would have said, that's impossible. There's no way in hell I'm going to hike something like that. I'm not even a, a vivid hiker. I don't really do that. I exercise a lot, but that's a that's a different element. That's not something I see as enjoyable. Now I understand it. That was probably one of the best moments of my life. Actually, the best experiences throughout the journey. 
up to the top because of every time I stopped and I enjoyed the moment, I took in the view, I was at peace. I was at one with myself. Nothing else mattered. My mind was so clear, you know, just the gifts that I received from that trip, but it was, it was a metaphor for life. I understood why you took us because that mountaintop is my business and the future that I would focus too much on. And it seems impossible, you know, but if I just take one step in front of the other, I get there and I enjoy the moments along the way, the one step in front of the other, like, and then after that mountaintop, there'll be another one to climb. You know, it's always something in the future to focus on and, Hey, buddy, when I went to Mexico and I wasted my trip because I was so worried about work, like that really took its toll on me because I didn't want that to be my life. I didn't want to worry so much about things that end truly in life. It's it's irrelevant. It, it's so meaningless in the whole scheme of life to worry about money or the next job or the next phone call and the next client. Like that's all bullshit, really. Cause I'm going to die one day anyways. And, you know, praise the Lord. I'll be in heaven sitting with Jesus, hopefully fishing, doing a little hunting, who knows. And none of that, I can't take any of that with me, you know, but I, but what I'm losing is my precious moments with my fiance and my family by worrying. So, you know, you asked me what I was looking for and I, I was looking for peace. Like I needed, I needed peace in my heart, no matter the outcome of, of the day or the life. Like I needed to, to have peace in my heart and to be able to accept that, you know, and that's so important to me, man. I don't want to, I don't want to waste my life worrying about the next job or the next dollar. It'll come like, bro, it, it says it clear as day, like trust in God, you know, and put your faith in his kingdom and all his righteousness. And it's a, it's such a great profound statement because you know, it's saying like, put God first and all these other things will come. Like you focused on the worldly things, the material things. And sometimes God takes away things to bring us back to him. You know, I, I believe that's what happened when my, my MT 100 got stolen um, because it taught me that like, Hey, these, this money and these materials can come and they can go just as quick and they're, and you're powerless over it. But I was so focused on getting the next piece of equipment and this whole year I had this whole plan, you know, of course it went to shit real quick, but I had this whole plan that I was going to make this much amount of money and I was going to, you know, increase my, my gross profit and my net profit and all these things. And, um, early on it started to go real South because I was trying to force things. I was trying to force things to happen. And, and then after that, you know, I caught COVID I'm sick of shit. Then I go down and realize that what was then $45,000 worth now, thanks to inflation cost 62,000 to replace just up and got hitched up and drove off, you know, and, and insurance only I took, I took, I, I took a 20, 20, no, I took a $15,000 loss on, on that to replace it. Now, some of the things I couldn't even replace, but they gave me 41,000 for everything that I had lost. I had to go and buy just the machine for 49,000. I couldn't replace the attachments or the trailer, mm -hmm. you know, like that. And, and bro, I didn't have it. I didn't have that money. You want to talk about feeling like giving up. 
<laughs> I felt it all slipping out of my fingers, you know, everything I was trying to control. But in that moment, I realized what I was truly grateful for because I didn't give a fuck about that mm-hmm. thing. I cared that my fiance was here with me and that she was supportive and she loved me no matter what, you know, and, and I have family that loves me. And matter of fact, you could take all my equipment and I bet you that I will buy all that shit back. I will make that money back. You will not stop me. You're not, you're not going to fucking steal my equipment. And that's it for me. Like, hell no, that's just going to slow me down, you know, and fuck you. I hope I find you and I will beat the brakes off your ass. (laughs) But it won't, it won't exactly. stop me. I love that dude. And, and you're, you're so, you're so spot on there. I know over my, my years, last 25 years and, and just being in business that if I start focusing more on the numbers and the transactions, I mean, we all have to be profitable. We all have to make money. That's what this is all about. That is a focus. But when it becomes the focus to either prove to yourself or prove to somebody else that you can make more money, got those funny things. All of a sudden, those projects start to fall through. Greed starts to kick in, not the gratitude or the uh, the overall mission or the passion. All that starts to get pushed aside and you start getting greedy. Next thing you know, you get pushed back. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't hit the numbers I wanted. My, I didn't make any money this year. Oh, crap. Now I have to learn a lesson. I've done that a few times in my yeah. career where I've done exactly what you've done, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, God, you're being funny again, right? I guess I need to go back to the real reason yeah. why I'm doing this and not just for the stuff that uh, that was, was earthly things or more money or whatever, but where can I add more value? How can I add more value to my customers and to my teams and all of that? And then once I get refocused, everything grows again. But then a few times, just kick back in again. Like, oh, good, I'm making more money. This is amazing. Look, we can just focus on transactions. And then it has to start to cycle back over again. So you're going through a very normal process here that uh, that you, know, you can call it whatever you want. I think that God intervenes and tries to show me the the the, the passion, the mission again, what it was really all about. Because the money is just a byproduct. It's not it's not the focus of. And you know, it's 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 inside of all of us, right? We all have that because it depends on how you how you quantify success. Success is tons of money in a bank. That's one thing, but it's a very different thing than impacting and empowering human beings or building amazing spaces or what your bigger mission is. So as you grow, you'll hit glass ceilings. You'll hit these different areas uh, in in your growth because you're going to have to become somebody different. You're going to have to be grateful for things like having equipment stole right off, you know, right out from under your nose in the worst possible time. And you're going to have to be able to work through that. And when you can work through that, like you did so beautifully and like, you're not going to stop me. You're just going to make me stronger. That's it. And off you go to the races. Now you're like, look, I'll figure out another way. You're not going to stop me. Mm -hmm. So powerful, dude. So powerful. So, you know, again, the reason why I really wanted to bring you on a podcast is because of your, of that attitude, right? That focus, that, that ability to, to say, you know what, things are happening. I realize they're not happening to me. They're happening for me. What can, what can I learn from this? So what have been some of the lessons that you've learned over the last, uh, you know, two years in business for yourself that you could bestow on our listeners that, uh, that might be struggling right now that are starting out or that have had really rough patches or haven't been able to get the work they hope for or hit the numbers or have had theft within somebody stealing, whether it's an employee or somebody outside of the company stealing things. Like what are some of the, some of the thoughts you could share with our listeners to help them through this time? Well, remember, I had to remember why I even got into this industry in the first place. You know, it really wasn't to hit a certain number or buy a certain amount of equipment. I loved We're we're artists. We get, we're given a blank canvas and we can turn it into our masterpiece, you know? So of course I want to get paid good for it, but when I lost focus of why I got into this industry, I became very ungrateful and unhappy. I didn't want to go out and bust my ass anymore. You know, what was I doing it for? 
the money was never going to fulfill that. And then bad things happen, things get stolen. But, you know, just remembering why I was in the industry in the first place. And, and I'm, I am different than other contractors in my area. I don't want to just build patios or retaining walls. Like I want to better my clients' lives. The things that we build, they create memories on these spaces. You know, how powerful is that, that you're leaving your legacy behind and that all these things will come because they will know our names after a little while, you know, they'll know who we are and all of our hard work. Like, man, I've had clients that have where I've ate it on projects like that boulder wall with the artificial mm-hmm. turf and all that, that, mm-hmm. that would hurt that, that hurt financially, but that client, and I've had a few of them where they become close friends and he has brought me multiple large mm-hmm. projects from that because in his own words, you'll never find a better hardscaper. Yeah. And because of my, I, I maintained my character through that. And that's, that's something really important with character is like Jordan Peterson talks about it to strive to be the strongest man at your father's mm-hmm. funeral. You know, that, that level of character that when other people are suffering, they can see you and how you're being able to, to maintain yourself, no matter what the difficult time is, the suffering, the chaos. And they, you know, inadvertently, like they clean, they run towards that. Like it's so attractive. So, and, and people notice that in the industry clients, they'll, they'll know after a while, your character will be known that you are a trustworthy hardscaper. And so I don't, I don't focus on the future much, not today. I focus on the moments, how I try to be the best boss I can be because I don't want to go to the top alone. I want my guys to come with me, how exciting that would be to bring people with me, you know, and, and take them to the top and then see what we could do together. That uh, podcast of yours, if I love it, if you're the smartest guy in your company, it sucks to be you. <laughs> such a great, such a great one. Cause I do not want, I'm not, I'm not a genius. I don't want to be the smartest guy. You know, I want to attract the people around me that will help me grow and build and create my vision that I have, you know, um, easy does it, man. And let it go. Shit happens. You're going to make mistakes. That's okay. You'll, you'll make another mistake, but I guarantee you there's not a single successful person in this world that hasn't made ton of them. They just never gave up. Like, you know, we don't give up. We're warriors. Like no matter what happens, push, push forward and then ask yourself, do you have, do you really have anything better to do? If you give up, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, to, to fail at something or to, to make a mistake is something that happens, but to give up, that's a choice to quit. That's a choice. And that's not a choice that I've ever made. I've made decisions on what I say yes to and what I say no to, right. And managing yes management as things grow, you'll find that same thing where you're going to have to say no to very good opportunities in order to say yes to the best ones. Right. And that'll, that'll happen on your journey, but it's a matter of once you start something, you commit to it. You're a man of your word that I know about you. You know, ever since we started the working together at Yes Express, you know, you've, you've always been there. You've shown up to every class you work. You've always turned in your homework. Like you're, you're always pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And, and I love that, you know, because you're not like, look, I might not get it the first time, but I will at the 31st time, right? Yeah, I'm going to keep swinging at this ball until I hit the yeah. son of a bitch, but I'm not going to stop. I'll keep hitting this wall until I break it down. I'm not stopping, man. I'm not stopping. So I love that about you because there aren't too many people I've ever met that have that kind of stick to and that, that, that drive, no matter what, even if you don't know it now, but you're still going to, you're still going to keep slamming that wall until you crack it. 
And that's the kind of mentality and that's the kind of, of uh, you know, passion and, and mission that'll get you everywhere. You know, and that's the beautiful part about it, whether it's in hardscaping or in life or, you know, you're going to be you know, getting married here soon. So there's going to be all of that to manage too, as you know, as eventually if you have kids and all that kind of thing, it's, that's a whole nother layer of all of this and devoting time and staying focused. And it's, it's been one of the biggest blessings in my life is to be able to have to work on all those balances and to be able to keep everything balanced um, because it can take over, you know, business can take over, uh, family can take over, a lot of things can take over. But if you don't keep your eye on those things and try to keep that table flat, you're going to be, you're going to be fucked. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I was never that way though. Like my drive, it all, I was never that way in life. I was quite the exact opposite. I think it was because I what I went through and what I overcame you know, and, and that did something to me, actually, <laughs> my, my ex fiance, a long time ago, I remember, and this was back when I was strung out on drugs, the last thing she ever said to me was that I was pathetic and worthless, and I would never amount to anything. And she was right at the time about some of that. And it took me two more years after that to get clean. That was the moment where I really did want to change my life. I didn't want that to be true. And it took me two years to finally get clean and, and start to change my life. But that voice was stuck in my head, man. And and it did something to me, you know, and it created a fire in me to not only prove her wrong, but to prove myself wrong. Um, you know, luckily, eventually I let that go to try to prove her wrong. And uh, eventually I let it go that I didn't need to prove that to myself anymore because I I know what type of man I am and, and what I've overcame. And now it's, it's about me trying to be the best version of myself. You know, I'm, I'm not that today. I know, I know what I can be. I know what God has in store for me. I have to work on myself consistently to be that man. And, and I can't wait to become the best version of myself you know, from my friends, my family, my employees, my, my teammates, you know, not employees, right. my teammates, That's right. right? That's amazing, dude. So what are you so, putting in place now to help make sure that you keep that going, that your future is as bright and beautiful as, as you envision it, as it will be, I have no doubt. But what do you do daily, weekly, monthly now in order to ensure that future comes to life? Well, since I came back from Colorado, I... Uh, Get up every morning, I take a cold shower and I do yoga. And I love your motto of win the morning, win the day, man. Cause every morning I would get up, I would wait till the last minute to get up. I'm not a morning person at all. I want to sleep in as long as possible. And then I would wake up stressed out, have to walk the dogs, which would, oh my God, my dogs will stress me out more than anything because they don't know how to walk on a leash. But I would just, it'd be, I'd be ruined for the day. And then not only that, I'd get in my truck, I'd listen to rap music or something of that nature that was not good for my spirit. And it would put me in this funk all day. So now, and I, you know, I've worked on myself for a long time. I go to individual therapy, right? I've been going to therapy for a while. I truly believe in it. If you have as many issues as I do. So I got quite a few of them that I work on. Um, you know, there was medications I needed to take, like uh, for ADHD, uh, a non-narcotic, of course, but there was things that like I really struggle with. Uh, I have brain trauma from uh, many car accidents and fights. You name it, my head has taken many blows. So there's there's just things I struggle with. And 
uh, lack of sleep. But so I get up in the morning, I take a cold shower, I do yoga before I go to work. I listen to motivational speeches, man. Jordan Peterson is one of my mm-hmm. favorites. Uh, your podcasts. I read books or I listen to books. You know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was good. Think, think and Grow Rich is, is good. Like there's there's parts that I take in and pertain to me and other parts that, you know, like, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like some of that, that's rich people. That's really rich people, you know, being able to never pay taxes. Like maybe one day I'll be there. Um, I listen to a lot of scripture, man. I, I love Jesus. You know, Jesus is how, why I'm where I am today. He brought me out of hell. Like, bro, I was homeless before I went into recovery and I was suicidal. I was almost going to kill myself. I had given up on life, life, man. I was, I was in such a dark place and just completely hopeless. And instead of me killing myself, something told me to go to my parents' house and just that, Whatever it was that led me there was the start of my new life because then I went to rehab and then I went to a halfway house and, you know, I went from being homeless, living on the streets to running my own business. And it is for, for how many years I've been in it, man, it's pretty successful. Like I've had plenty of people tell me, you know, you're doing great compared to most people in their second full year of business. You know, I, I don't, I try not to forget that. And it's all about my spirit, man, like healthy mind, body, and spirit. I go to the gym often. I want to improve on myself. So let me learn some stuff. Uh, I can't learn anything if I'm just listening to rap music. I don't stay around negative people. I want people around me that are more successful, more spiritually fit, more physically fit, like whatever it is. If you got more of it, let me be around you so I can obtain that. And your life story, when you're in Colorado, bro, you talked about your life story, how when you were 35, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to tell your life story, but it was me. It was me in a lot of areas. Uh, and now you're 42, a, a completely different man. I mean, bro, you look different. I, I guarantee you talk different. You act different. You feel different. You did that in in seven years. And I'm 34. I'm getting ready to be 35 in February. And if you can do that, then so can I, because what you have is what I want. I want the spirit like you're so full of life and you are grateful and you help other people because that's one of the greatest gifts is helping other people. Right. It's so fulfilling to help others. And, uh, you know, and I know God brought you into my life for that reason, because it was such an act of it was another step in faith that I took because I didn't really have any money. And I know I needed a process to learn how to close more jobs. And when I spoke to you, I believed you that you were going to help me. And I don't typically do that, but I believed it. And it was the start of this beautiful relationship that we have. And I'm like, fuck it, dude. I'm going to follow you. Let's go. <laughs> like, where, what should I do next? You know, like, just show me you're, you're like the most inspiring person I've ever been around as far as just business, but in life, you know, and, and what is possible. Like, you got me thinking, what, what else can I do? 
Like if I can do this, what else can I do? You know, I, I freaking hate cold water. I do. I can't stand it. My ass is taking multiple cold showers every day. And uh, it's because you, you help me understand that I've got to, I've got to train myself like discipline, you know, easy times create weak, weak men. And then weak men create difficult times. Like I need to stop relaxing. I need to be strong. I was, you know, I am a warrior, yes. uh, even though I, over the years, I, you know, in some areas I've, I've liked the, the peaceful life and uh, relaxing, love my hot showers, all this and that, but let me get uncomfortable and, and let me do what's hard to strengthen myself inside. And, oh man, I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited for the future. And, you know, I mean, life, life is tough, man. It's going to be hard. I mean, today was a really hard one, bro. I didn't want to work. Didn't feel good. I went anyways. I was worried that I wouldn't be able to speak well on this podcast because when I'm sick, I don't talk very good, you know, and, but I, I pushed through, man, perseverance versus everything. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, a, that's the saying that we have here. And that's it, man. Like, remember those things are so powerful, like perseverance versus everything, no matter what, don't give up. That's right, bro. And I thank you for that. That's very kind of you to say all those beautiful things. And you know, it's been such a blessing that you've come into my life too. And I've enjoyed, you know, working with you and seeing you grow and seeing you grow, not just in business, but as a human and, and how you are able to handle these, these insurmountable, you know, things that come at you, right. And people stealing, you know, 40 some thousand dollar now, 60 some thousand dollars worth of equipment from you. And you're just like, fuck, I got to figure this out. I found a one. I'm going to go buy it now. <laughs> Didn't you buy it in like the trailer or something to tire the axle broke or some shit? <laughs> like you're like, Whatever, dude, let's keep moving. <laughs> you keep going. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck. what are you going to do, man? It's like Murphy's yeah. Law. Sometimes everything bad can and will happen. Yeah. And just keep but going. Because it's not, it'll, it won't always no, be like that. that. But you, you know, know that. That's the thing. You're not like sitting here, woe is me. Yeah. Oh my God, this always happens to me. And then you you take the victim position. And in that victim position, you're, you know, you're sitting here with very few options and you a whole weight of the world on your shoulders. And I played that game for a long time and I realized that was not the path to go. And I'm just so glad that you've seen that. And you're like, all right, well, I'm going to sit in it for a little while just so I can chew on it. I'm going to spit it the fuck out and keep moving. Right. And that's just what it is. Right. And yeah. and then we have a great story to tell on a podcast and you have something to talk about on Saturday night when you're out with your friends or whatever. Right? <laughs> These businesses give us the opportunity oh, yeah. to do exactly that quite often, don't they? Oh, yeah. I got tons of good stories. So I could but the bigger you know message here for the podcast is is getting to a point where you don't take it as personal anymore you just don't give up because you look at i mean you've had one hell of a story dude you know what i mean from and 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 i cannot wait uh and it's already happening now but in another year or two you're gonna look back and be like holy crap remember back when that was a problem look how far i've come and i'm not even the man that i know i can be yet right you keep building you've got to become an insatiable learner uh, what else is out there? Keep asking, what if, what if, what if I learned how to do this? What if I learned how to do that? What if I hired somebody to do this? What if I hired somebody to do that? Like, what else could this mean? Let's try it. Worst case, we get a black eye. It, go, it goes away. We do it again. We'll do something else. We just know not to do it that way or approach it this way. We're going to approach it from that side instead. But it takes that kind of, that kind of will to get, to, to not be afraid of getting punched in the face in order to keep moving forward and building a business. Cause there's going to be times when you're going to, you're going to be doubting yourself like crazy. You know that, right? You felt that. Are you going to be doubting yourself? Like, what am I doing here? And at some point, at least it was for my journey, it sounds like yours as well. You're going to have to believe in something bigger than yourself. 
so much bigger than yourself. You could be like, yeah. you know what? This is all part of a process. This is designed to teach me something. I must learn this lesson in order to take my business, my life, my spirituality, my family to the next level. I have to learn something here. And if I'm afraid to put my foot out because I'm afraid someone's going to step on it or it's going to roll over by a car and you're always keeping it back on the, on the curb, guess what? You're never going to find out if it really was going to be a problem or not because 99% of the shit we worry about doesn't ever come true. It's just our mind playing games with us to keep us small and safe, right? So if you want everything that's good, it's out at the end of those branches, all that beautiful fruit, the stuff that no other animal will go out for, you're going to take some risks. And if you can calculate them and mitigate the type of negative response from it you can get, that's good. But sometimes you're just going to have to trust yourself and you're going to have to trust your mission. You're going to have to trust everything around you and your team and your ability. Even if you don't have the answer, you still have to do it because you know that deep down inside of you that if you don't have the answer, maybe somebody on your team does. And if not, you're going to learn something today that you can take into the future and you'll never have to worry about that again because you'll know the answer. You just got to be totally ballsy for that and just go after it. I love I love you saying that because it reminds me of all the people that told me I was crazy or, you know, told me not to go out and buy new equipment. And of course, I, I will listen to people's advice, but I listen to my heart like my heart tells me the truth, you know, and and I go for it. And, and man, I, it doesn't always leave me in the best direction. Sometimes I maybe could have calculated the risk a little bit better, but I always think to myself like, well, I got, I got to find out if I don't try, then I'll always wonder what if, and that's not okay with me. So these other people aren't in control of my life. They can give me advice, but they don't know that they're just guessing, you know? And most people, I mean, shit, when the internet was created, everybody thought that was crazy. Like all these things that seemed crazy are now practical and those people lacked vision. So if, if we have vision, they don't, that sucks to be them. They'll never understand what it's like to live a truly meaningful, fulfilled yep. life because they're, will be yep. stuck. And I would rather fail over and over again, chasing my dream and my vision than to be stuck back there, never attempting it like that. That's a shitty way to Dude, live. I couldn't agree more. I so, could not agree more. And that's, that's like the title of this podcast right now, right? I will fail a thousand times just so I don't have to live with the weight of never trying. Right. Uh, dude, that's why, that's why <laughs> yeah, we get yeah. along so well, because I'm wired the same way. I don't care how many times I have to fail. It's just like Edison. That's one more time closer to the solution because I know why I'm doing it. It's yeah. just a matter of, I might not have the right approach, but I'll learn the approach. I'll find a mentor. I'll read a book. I'll go to a, a seminar or something, right. To learn, or I'll just flat out, just keep slapping that wall until I make a crack in it. And you know what I mean? It's like when I set my sights on something, watch out. Cause I know I won't stop. That's why, that's why you get your ass in that cold shower in the morning, because you know, you could choose comfort, but you choose to be uncomfortable. And when you choose that each day and that's a choice you're making, everything else is so much easier. Mm. Ready, fire, right, baby. That's right. <laughs> that's how you do it. It's how you get somewhere. But uh, oh, Justin, I could talk to you all day long about this for sure. And I'm sure I'll have you back on as you continue to grow and keep hitting your goals. Um, if you had any advice to anybody that's out there struggling with, you know, some of the stuff we're talking about here about, you know, they, they want to give up. They're just like, this is too much for me. Uh, I really don't know what to do next. You're like, what advice would you give them? Just one big nugget that you can think of right away that would, that would help you that you could help them with. Hmm. If they don't, if they're thinking about yeah, if they feel up. like this whole business thing is just not going to work, everything's against them. The whole world's against them. They just keep fucking up left and right. It's yeah. It just, it just doesn't make sense anymore for them. What would you tell them? Yeah. Look, look, well, look to God. 
your focus is probably on the wrong yeah. thing. If, if that's what's in your mind, then your focus is on the wrong thing. Trusting God, God will take care of you, you know, yep. like, and it talks about it over and over and like, man, I'm not religious. Religion is a form of acts. You know, Catholics are a good example of a religious mm-hmm. people. I'm, I'm talking about a relationship with God. That's how I made it through everything, bro, is my faith that it's going to be okay. No matter what I look at my life, how many times I have survived when I should have died. I have that relationship and I work on that first before anything else. I focus on my relationship with him and it calms me. Like I I really don't understand how people go through life without a relationship with God. Yeah. I, I don't get it. You know, like no matter what happens, like in the, in the thickest storm, like I'm going to be okay. I'll be taken care of. If I die, I'm going to be even better. I'm going to be in heaven. Like, fuck this place. (laughs) Take me home. Take me home, Lord. You know? And and if it doesn't work out, then it wasn't meant to be. If this, like I, somebody asked me a question a long time ago and they said, Justin, if you lost your company, who would you be? How would, how would you feel? You know? And at the time I was like, if I lost my company, I'd be nothing. No, I'd still be the same man. And I would figure out a way to be successful. I would just have to trust that that wasn't the path God intended for me. And hell, it might not be, man. If I was to continue to let that take my focus away from the things that truly matter, like him and my family, I guarantee you it would disappear. My company would be gone. I would run it into the ground. Something would happen because that's we're meant to be build a relationship with him first. Like it's ingrained in our DNA to worship something. People worship something because it's we're designed that way. We just tend to worship the wrong thing. I hear you. I hear you, man. No, totally. And that's why when I talk about the four F's and faith, family, fitness, and finance, that's why faith is first. It always starts first. It has to start within you. It has to start with that first. And then you can get into the family, which is super important. But if you don't show up 100% fulfilled man to your family, what are you really doing? What are you doing all this for? Yeah. For money then, right? And that's no Mm. way to go. It's no way to go. It's very empty. empty. Oh, Justin, again, I can talk to you for days about this. But anyway, um, so if people want to reach out to you, they're inspired by your story, which I'm always inspired by your story. But if uh, they're inspired by your story and want to reach out to you and maybe they're struggling and uh, would just love some advice, uh, how can they reach you? Oh, man, my phone number and my email address are on my website. So it's lauderfamilyhardscapes.com. And that is spelled just like laughter. So if you need to remember it as lauderfamilyhardscapes.com. Or you can find me on Facebook, Justin Laughter. I live in Asheville, North Carolina. Like, man, if you are struggling, that's okay because I tend to struggle a lot too. Like, let's let's connect and build that network. Like, man, I, I don't want to go through anything in life alone. Thank God I never have to. Because if I was trying to do it alone, whew, like God knew I needed people like you and my our tribe, our freaking lions that – continue to teach me things like what to be grateful for. And I'm never alone. Like I'm struggling. I got people to call, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't want to do anything in life alone. I'm tired of struggling, trying to figure it out on my own. If I, if I can't figure it out, I'm just going to call somebody right. who knows, <laughs> you know, I got plenty That's of right. them and cause net, networking, like continue to network, man. 
Relationships are so important. It's the ultimate currency. It's not money. Money is the yeah. lowest form of currency. Tribe and connection, growth, love, and connection are really what it's all about. That's the the ultimate currency. So to be able to share our most precious asset, our time with each other to help everybody grow is the best way to fulfill your soul and to be the best version of you. So, you know, it's it's I'm so glad you're seeing that and that you're willing to give up your time. So anybody out there listening here, and if any of Justin's story struck you in the heart, reach out to him. You know, I'm, he's a man that is of his word and he's a man that will help you if in any way he possibly can to help you not suffer and to, to get you where you need to be. Uh, he's got tons of experience and tons of stories. He's just a beautiful man. I love him as a brother. And uh, thank you again, Justin, for coming on today. Yeah, I love you too, man. I'm glad you had yeah. me back. <laughs> we'll have you back, I'm sure, as you as you continue to take your take along your your steps and your journey and I just, I can't wait to watch and be part of that uh, with you, of course. So guys, if you got any value here from the show today, and I'm sure you did, um, share it with a friend. If you have somebody that, that this uh, Justin's story reminds you of, or someone you think you can get, uh, you know, you could help with this story, please, you know, share it with them. It helps everybody. And that's really what this is all about. It's about impacting and empowering our, our entire industry, helping our brothers and sisters that are struggling, that are going through hell right now to give them a glimpse of what could be. And to just be here as the sounding board and someone to talk to uh, as they struggle through things, because we all struggle, every one of us. I remember when I first started, I struggled a lot, but I felt like I had to be an island. I had to be, you know, I'm a, I'm a man. I can't ask for help and that kind of bullshit. You know what? Uh, that, that, thank God that fade out of me quicker than it, uh, I wish it would have gone quicker than let's put it that way. Anyway, once I learned that, now it's a matter of creating as many tribes as you possibly can, because, you know, once you give, um, the amazing part is people then feel like it's they want to give as well and then everybody keeps growing and that's what my bigger hope for our entire industry is that we don't stay as islands but that we all start to help each other with our, our god-given talents our our secrets that we're that we're given that we can share and it can help everybody's life you know be much better and much more fruitful so thank you everyone for listening and we'll catch you next week <laughs>